Greetings. My name is James Major Burns, and this is the third degree with, you guessed it, James Major Burns. And here we are on a sunny, hot, <laughs> humid day. And today is Thursday. Today is Thursday, people. And I just got done with my first morning show for Shrek, and we have one more show this evening, but before we do that, I'm going to let you in on a few things. So first and foremost, yes, I'm doing Shrek the Musical at La Comedia Dinner Theater. You can check out tickets and times for those at lacomedia.com. Check out my Facebook page, Google it, find a way. Do not ask me to send you the link because if everyone had me send them the link, it would be hundreds of people, and I'm tired of it. Stop asking me to do stuff I already told you. Okay. Moving on. Yes, also, I will be doing Dream Girls at the Youngstown Playhouse. It opens September 6th, and I will be back very soon to do that. My fiance, Trayvon Maurice, is directing, so we're very excited about that. We have a stellar, professional, all-star, iconic cast, and you do not want to miss this show. If you do, we're not friends anymore, but that's fine because that's what people do, you know. We break up to make up. That's all we do. Mm. So anyway, yes, people, remember, this is a safe place for myself and others to share, learn. Like, you know what? I ain't even gonna lie. I can't remember the goddamn mission statement, so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and... It's been a long day, y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and go through a few of these papers. Y'all hear those papers um, flicking? Uh, what's that mission statement? I wrote it. Remember the part in What's Love Got to Do With It? And <laughs> he was, Ike was like, somebody was like, how you forget the words? She'd be like, I know it. I wrote it, Ike. Ooh. And now, ooh. And now, Where's that intro at? Where's that mission statement at? Just a second, folks. See, this is called real life. I ain't going to fake it. I ain't about to edit it and act like uh, nothing. So here we go. This is an outlet and safe space for myself and others to speak on things going on in our lives and in our world. A chance to see what's behind the mind of the creative versus what you think and what you see. Because what you see is not always the truth. Can I get an amen? Amen. Here we get to laugh, learn, and share. And let me tell y'all. I have learns, learns to lines. I have lines to learn. That's why I forgot it. But don't you for a second think that I forgot it completely. It's been a long day and we're trying to get stuff done. Bear with me. So, ladies and gentlemen, today we have a guest, the Mad Hatter, among other things. Apple? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Sid, Sydney Fowler. Hi guys, Sid here. You were supposed to do it like, hey guys, Sid here. Like, that's all right, thing. All right, wait, wait, we'll do it again. Ladies and gentlemen, Sydney Fowler. Hey guys, Sid here. <laughs> <laughs> so that is so funny. It's this little thing Sid does, and I think it should be like a whole little hashtag, like, hey guys, Sid here, Ooh, or your own that. little Snapchat thing, or like your own little, like, you know, Instagram oh, yeah. or YouTube thing. Oh, like, we'll make it. Anything. Anyways. Welcome. How are you today? I'm so good. How are you? Tired and smelly. Tired and smelly. Right. I also feel those things. Right. You can relate. So oh, yes. I'm very glad to have you on. Have you listened to any of the episodes yet? I have. I've listened to a little bit of Ruthie's, um, majority of Tommy's, um, 
And then I think one of your first ones with one of your friends back home. Okay. So I always ask people that just so they can see what they're getting into because we're more of a Tyra versus a Wendy Williams show. But we love Wendy too. You know, she just gets a little, little messy sometimes. And we're not out here to do that to people. We mm -hmm. want the people to be in control of their own narrative. You know, stop letting people just go here and tell a story about you. You know, sometimes you got to correct people. Not always, but sometimes people would just drag your name. So this is a space for you to control your narrative. So, yes, that, that, that was a that was was, okay I've try. I've been working on it. I've been working on it. I'm trying my best. So, Sydney is the Mad Hatter, ladies and gentlemen. The Mad Hatter. How has that been for you? How has the show been for you? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I haven't been in a musical in, like, two years. So, it's been... Absolutely so much fun. This is my first professional show I've ever done. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and um, so it's just been, like, such a joy to be back performing and on stage. Um, as for the Mad Hatter, so good. The hat kind of hurts, honestly. Oh, listen, they got those, like, wooden... Uh, pieces. It's like putting together a dresser and they have screws in them and they stab us in the head. It hurts. It hurts. It, sque it squeezes. Beauty is, beauty is pain. It's like beauty wearing a corset pain. on your head. Like behind the scenes of the Mad Hatter's life and honestly, he's only wearing the hat just because that's that's his image that he has to I keep mean, up for the public. I mean, public. he's a Mad Hatter. He can't he, just be... Yeah, like he can't just be mad. Mad guy. Because like. then they would... <laughs> think that would just right. be weird. They'd be judgy. Right. So they he has to have a hat. Duh. But it hurts. Yes, it does hurt. My my head hurts today and my ears are starting to fall over. Oh. So I put like tissue, I put like paper towels, even socks in there, you know, to block the screws. So now that the ears are falling over, the screws are like going to the right. <laughs> so now they started stabbing me in the head on stage. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I had to run to the back in between scenes and stuff like some more paper towel up there. I'm like, oh. man, what are we going to do? The paper towels are going to fall out. Then the paper towels get really wet. Then they start dripping sweat down my face. But we're not going to get all into that. So this is your first professional gig. Yes. When did you hear about auditions and what made you audition? Okay, so... I, um, my voice teacher that I've had since I was in the second grade, Becky Baird-Jones, yes. is the music director for the show. Mm. And usually when I come home from school, you know, for winter break or something, I'll go and, and just... what school is that that you go to? I go to Miami University yes. in Oxford, Ohio, and Original Public Ivy. <laughs> and you're going into your sophomore year? Uh, junior year. Junior year. Yeah. All right. We'll get back to that, yeah. but go ahead. Um... So when I come home for winter break, I usually like to um, have a lesson or two with Becky just to like, honestly, it's just always so good to see her because she's like one of my moms, honestly. She's right. like my second mom. And then also just get the chance to sing um, with her, play the piano. And um, I was just telling her how much I missed musical theater, how much I miss performing because I don't get to do that at school. Um, because? Because I'm not studying theater right now even though she's done it since birth she's a singer dancer extraordinaire she's excellent but instead her heart decided to take her other places which we'll get into okay <laughs> and um so at one of my you know winter voice lessons becky was like well they're doing shrek the musical at lock media 
over the summer and you're going to be home for the summer. Um, and I remember growing up, me and Becky, I would always sing a lot of Fiona's songs just because um, that's just like a good range in my voice. And Fiona's a silly character. And I like, you know, singing those silly characters, playing those silly characters. And um, she's also? Fiona's understudy. Okay. Which is wild. Wild. <laughs> it is wild. It is. Um, and, and I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I'll just try out. Really, truly thinking, no way in heck am I going to get in this musical. I am not a musical theater major. I am, this would be my first professional show. So pause. <laughs> pause on the mic. So... <laughs> You didn't think that you would get into this show because you're not a professional or you're not talented? Um, I think professional. Mostly professional. I think also I was doubting my talents just because I've like yes. been out of the game for mm -hmm. a while. Um, so, so, have you been to La Comedia to ever see a show? Yes. Do you know people who've done shows here? Yes. So you know that they hire <laughs> local talent for the ensemble. Yes. Mm. Mm. Continue. Mm. I guess I was, I was, but I think going into it with really no expectations also was good though for me because it made getting in that much more exciting. Right. And if you didn't get in, it would have been like, okay, well, yeah. I kind of thought that anyway. Yeah. And also thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Philly. Cause I'm sure if Philly hadn't come and audition with you, you probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Home. Yeah. Shout out to my best friend in the whole wide world, Philly. <laughs> yeah. So like so thank you, Philly for... <laughs> Just being you, because I'm sure she was excited oh, to yes. do it. Oh, yes. It was just so fun because, again, me and Philly haven't gone to an audition together or anything for two years. And then we were auditioning together, and we were like, oh, my gosh, wouldn't that be so fun if we were both actually in the show? But like, Right. And guess no. what? They're both actually in the show. It's... And they went to high school together. Philly's real name is Felicity. And you'll be able to hear from her soon. But I actually remember you two from auditions. And at first I was like, really? I couldn't remember um, that many people. I remember Thomas Les Smith, my son, okay. whose episode you should all go and listen to. But I remember you all because I was like, did you guys have on like flower dresses or something? And then I'm like, oh, you guys were really loud at auditions. <laughs> you were really loud and you were in that room yeah. in that hallway. Yes. Because I remember you guys went in there and I'm like, you thought because you went in there and like talking louder, you would wouldn't be heard wouldn't. as much, but you were so loud. <laughs> okay, that's kind of my issue everywhere. And y'all kept crossing over. Y'all kept stepping okay, over. Okay, that was Felicity. I don't claim that. That was Felicity. That's why I was like, you know what? My legs are just going to be out. You can walk over. I'm tired of putting my legs up. I'm tired. I've been in this little hallway. I can barely sit. That was Felicity. She she will admit it, too. She was like, oh, my God. All these people in this hallway are getting so annoyed with me. I wasn't, though. I was like, go ahead. Just as long as you don't have a problem stepping over me, go yeah. ahead, because I'm tired of moving. <laughs> but anyways, so how was the audition process for you? Did you go before or after Philly? Oh, I went after, which was super exciting. Because you got to see her. Yes. Yes. And I haven't really... Um, Philly's kind of always been a little bit... Um, more reserved with her singing voice. Like she's obviously an incredible dancer and she's incredibly confident in her dancing, which also comes across, which is amazing. But, um, her singing, like she's a lot more kind of shy and reserved about it, but she has an incredible voice. Yes, she does. Yes. And so, but she just wasn't as, um, you know, confident with it. Right. And I haven't really heard her sing since she's gone to, um, Can't school say. for musical theater. 
So obviously in these past two years, she's been working a lot on her, you know, voice and confidence. Yes. So I actually got to hear her sing her audition song and I was just, honestly, I got goosebumps just because I was like, it's my best friend. And like, just to see her confidence and just like how much she's improved and growth. And obviously she was good, um, you know, in high school, but now it's just like, she owns it and she kills it. And it was just so awesome to see. Um, it was a pleasant surprise knowing that we were able to see the person before us mm-hmm. because I actually got to go after one of my friends, so I saw her audition. Okay. And Nasir, Papa Bear, go listen to his episode also. <laughs> he got to see me go. Really? So as I was walking out, he wished me good. Um, he told me good job, and I wished him good luck. Yeah. So when I came back and saw him in the show, it was very, very exciting. Because yeah. I was like, well, we kind of know each other. Also, he released some tea. Did you hear his episode? Yeah, I heard a little bit of Ooh, it. Oh, I... he released some tea. He was yeah. going to actually quit yeah, the show I the first that. day. Yeah. But thankfully, Becky, because she's so wonderful, convinced him and talked him into giving it another chance, mm-hmm. and he's still here, as we see. And what I was going to say, small world, Felicity, go- Felicity goes to Kent State, mm-hmm. which is in Kent, Ohio, and we actually have a mutual friend. Yeah, I heard. Sean Fleming. She was like, do you know someone named Sean Fleming? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, we go to school together, or we went to school together. Yeah. I was like, where do you go? Because I'm like, aren't you from here? Yeah. She's like, Kent State. I was like, oh, well, I guess, yeah, they do have a nice musical theater mm-hmm. program. Yeah. So I've always heard. And I did a Shrek the Musical at one of their smaller branches, Kent okay. State Trumbo. So she was like, okay. did you do the show at Porthouse? I was like, nah. nah. I just did it at one of the other branches, but it's still Kent State. So I just put Kent State. Yeah. But um, yes, that's our connection to each other. That's so fun. Small world. So... What was your first impression of me when you met me? Um, so you were at the first rehearsal, but that was, like, kind of overwhelming, so I didn't get a chance to, like, really, like, take in anybody. And I was there for, like, two minutes, and then yeah, they were and like, see you in three days. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I didn't have to rehearse. Yeah. So I, like, really didn't get, like, a good, like, look or a vibe from you until you came. And I think it was when you were singing um, Forever. D- we were oh. learning forever. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. You also sound exactly like Eddie Murphy, which is incredible. Thank um, you. But also your own James Major Burns flair on it. So that's oh, thank you. also awesome. Um, yeah. You were so kind and so friendly. And then also, I think it was the first Friday that we hung out with the cast that you were like, um, Sydney what the heck, why aren't you doing musical theater? You're incredibly talented. You're incredibly, you know, just capable of all of this. And I was like, oh, my God, this man who is incredibly talented himself (laughs) is telling me that I'm talented, and that's just, it was just, like, the sweetest encouragement I've ever received, honestly. Well, I'm glad you remember that, and I really meant it, because sometimes people, like, for me, before I came here, Mm -hmm. I did Guys and Dolls, and people always say you should go on auditions I, and I because I'm getting closer to 30 than 20 mm-hmm. I thought it was over I was like well you know I'm 30 I'm well I'll be 30 I'm yeah. only 28 but I'm just already get, I'm, I'm 30 yeah. look okay it's there <laughs> so I was just like I still don't know all of these things it's over I'm just gonna try to do things my yeah. way like at home or maybe if I can get into something like this but I was just trying a new thing dear guys and dolls and one of these 
the equity actors that they hired, he was just, he just kept talking to me. He was like, hey, you sound great. You sound great. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Thanks. <laughs> Heard that before. <laughs> and he's like, no, like, seriously, um, where do you do theater? I was like, oh, the Youngstown Playhouse. He's like, where's that? I was like, on Glenwood Avenue. It's our community theater. Here. Yeah. He was like, you don't go out and audition? I was like, no. He was like, why not? I was like, well, I don't read music well. I don't do this. And I'm almost 30. And he was like, that's okay. So having a conversation with him, and I let him being this equity person seem more be seem to be more important than anyone else. Mm -hmm. But it was a little different. Like when you view somebody in a certain light, you're like, well, he's very good. He's been working 20 years, yeah. so maybe I should go on an audition. Yeah. So anytime I ever, I always would look up to see if Donkey was like anywhere available to play because I it's my dream role to play. Yeah, like if anyone would I would have asked me which role would you play first and I love a lot of roles but mm -hmm. I always say donkey because yeah. I'm like I think I do donkey the best like it's similar oh, to my yeah. personality and it's Shrek that's one of the things about like this show like you cannot not have fun in the show yeah with oh the my audience gosh. too you cannot not have fun with it yeah because it's very similar to the first movie which we all love and then Shrek is one of those movies that they made four of them and they're all great they're yeah. all funny they're all good of course the show a movie isn't going to be as great as the original or like your freight your favorite but remember this the stuff we do is preference mm -hmm. versus like sports when we played sports in high school if if I score a basket if you score um a ace or in volleyball or something, mm -hmm. you score. No one can judge it. They're like, that was a good score. Yeah. Oh, that was a bad, that was a good shot. That was a bad shot. No, yeah. it went in. That's a point. Yeah. In theater, whether you sound great, somebody can be like, it was okay. Yeah. And it's like, uh, no, I sounded great. And they're like, well, no, I thought it was okay. It's just like when getting into a role and not, or not getting into it. it might not have anything to do with you being not talented. Bad, and I've yeah. been learning that more for myself. I'm like, just because this didn't happen doesn't make me talentless. Yeah. Because I used to be zero or 100. Like, either I was great or I was just terrible. Mm -hmm. If my voice cracked in one song, I would be like, I'm horrible. <laughs> this is not for me. I don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. But um, I'm glad that we're here together. I know. This and, is wild. And Becky, we were talking to Becky one day, actually, and she was like, you guys, can you guys talk to Sydney? Because she needs to be doing musical theater, and she won't listen she, to me. She said that. Yeah, we had a conversation uh, about it. When we found out that she was your music teacher, yeah. we were like, well, why didn't she go into school yeah. for musical theater? And we're like, um, she was like, I don't know. Maybe you guys can talk to her or yeah. like give her like a something. And I was like, oh, I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> but now that you said it, oh my gosh. definitely do it. Yeah. So why don't we, Miami University, right? Yes, yes. Oxford, Ohio. Oxford, Ohio. And you're going into your junior year. So... You are in school for? I'm studying special education at school. And I'm sure that's another thing that drives your heart to yes. want to do that you can be passionate about. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, yes. why didn't you decide to do musical theater with all the training? She's a dancer. She's a dancer. Okay? <laughs> She's a dancer. With all your training your whole life, mm -hmm. theater, high school, and then you get to your time to go to college to pursue it and you choose... Yeah. So thinking back for a while, I wanted to be a doctor also because I really liked chemistry, really liked helping the idea of helping people really, you know, so I was like, oh, I'm going to go to school to be a doctor, blah, 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 you know, and then you get to school and you're like, no way. Right. Um, but also, <laughs> also just the fact that, um, I don't know. I think 
I never really thought of it as an option for me. And I know that, like, probably just sounds crazy, but, like, I just... I just really didn't even think it was an option. I don't know. I think it's one of those things that it's, like I said, it's either like zero or a hundred. Like growing up, I didn't know what musical theater was. Mm -hmm. Like I started to, I didn't actually start. I saw my first musical theater show live, I think in in middle school. Mm -hmm. I saw Little Shop of Horrors, but I thought it was like this one time thing. Like I I had no idea what it was. And I also feel like we look at things like performance. It's either like you're either Beyonce or you're not. Yeah. There's no like middle ground. In between. Yeah. It's like you're either Audrey McDonald or you're or you're or you suck. But yeah. no. To we work nine to five jobs. This could be a nine to five. So when I started to think like that, I'm like, oh, this could just be my nine to five. Mm-hmm. And yeah. but we want it to be the money maker. We want it to be yeah. of, of course, I mean we want it to, because there's a possibility to make millions of dollars in this. And then also like for parents, it's a very hard career. You're gonna be broke. Yeah. <laughs> So I think they are not like parents aren't pushing your kids. No matter how talented they are, mm-hmm. they know how hard the industry is. Yeah. They know what the industry does to people. So it's like I don't see a bunch of like parents pushing their kids into it because of how much of a struggle it's yeah. going to be. And it's not like this guarantee. There's no Social Security, no yeah. medical, Mm-mm. none of that. Yeah, and I think and my parents have always been very like, we will support you, whatever you want to do, we will support you. So it what and it wasn't like they were pushing me to do any certain thing because I think they've always seen me in a light of like she can literally like do anything, you know. Um and so I think they just like didn't even want to push it. But they always loved like coming to see me in um, you know, musicals at the high school, just musicals while I was growing up. Um so I think they always knew I could do it. I think they just weren't going to come outright and be like, cause they, I think they also wanted me to make my own decision. Right. So I would, I'm not even going to say like, Oh, my parents were the reason why I didn't because right. you know, um, it's also the exact thing we don't want people to do is mm-hmm. judge us. Like growing up being insecure about stuff, you know, kids being mean, or just going through school, figuring out who you are. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want anyone to judge us. You want to just feel accepted. But this job this lane of industry is the the number one like your um job is to be judged yeah people are going to tell you how much they like you mm-hmm. or not so it's like a double-edged sword it's like hey i want to do this but no i don't want you to judge me please I, i'm having fun but you have to judge me because that's what i want to know so that was hard for me to get to also mm-hmm. because i was always i didn't start singing in front of people until i was 20 Really? Mm-hmm. And I'm 28 now. That is wild. I had horrible stage fright. I would have to, like, my mom would make me sing, like, at, like, um, uh, we had a Halloween party one time, and they had, like, a singing contest. And they were like, James, sing. I'm like, no. One, because I only know girls' songs. Yeah. I'm not about to have any. All these kids called me gay for another reason. Yeah. And I'm not, like, I knew I could sing, but I didn't know how to not do the things that were improper. Like, I would go flat, sharp, not know how to breathe. So Mm -hmm. I knew how to sing, but I knew it didn't sound real good at the moment. So I knew it could sound better. Right. I knew it could sound better, but I don't know what to do. So Mm -hmm. I didn't want to sing in front of people. Her and her friend at the time literally held me by my wrist and made me sing um, Players Gonna Play by 3LW, who who went on to be the Cheetah Girls, if you don't know who 3LW is. But 3LW has that song, No more, baby, I'ma do right. If you can or you can't, can't. 
That's okay. their song. Yeah. That's Adrian and Keely. Really? Who are, who are Chuchi and, and um, um, Aqua. Aqua. They were in 3OW with that movie. I mean, with that group first yeah. before they became the Cheetah Girls. Oh so I loved them before they were the Cheetah Girls. Yeah. So I sang the song, and I, was, I sang it with my eyes closed. <laughs> My first audition for a musical was Hairspray. Okay. Everyone was like, are you seaweed? No, it wasn't seaweed. I can barely sing. I sang a boys to men song called A Song for Mama. Listen to it. It's beautiful. But this girl, Ariel Green, who I did an interview with, listened to her on podcast. And her birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to her. I sang A Song for Mama. But before I did, she sang with this group called the Young Sound Connection. And her, her family are musicians. Uh-huh. So she had a great voice. Even though she's a girl and she was not auditioning for the same role as uh-huh. me, when I heard how good she was, I just knew that she knew how to sing properly. Yeah. And I played sports. And it wasn't until I was 20 years old that I realized that singing was like a sport. Yeah. You had to practice, and it was technical. There were things in it that you're not ju- I thought it was just like a gift, like either you're talented or you're not. Mm-hmm. No, you have to work for it. I sweat bullets listening to her audition like I had a panic attack like I put my head under the desk and I was just like (sighs) I'm like oh my gosh I have to follow her yeah I went in there I sang my song with my eyes closed the whole time and my clothes were soaked and at towards the end of the song I opened my eyes and I was like oh I, I think they like it yeah and they asked me to read and I literally like this is me with a piece of paper y'all can hear it I was like uh, and, uh, seaweed, uh, and they were like, all right, thanks. And I was like, walked out and I was like, kind of confident. I was like, well, they like my song. Maybe I'll get it. Nope. I was Negro number three. I was Gilbert and my was <laughs> We know it's on all three channels, but just going through that process. And now like now being where I'm at, I'm like, wow, I just, I love the journey. Yeah. So I it- just don't understand like I understand mm-hmm. but I'm like yeah, I wasn't that great at all at your, your age so for you to be so good I just don't understand why you wouldn't even give it a chance yeah um, and I also think just going back to the whole like in this business like you are just judged like and that is just the thing um, I just remember so growing up like I've kind of we're gonna you know just dive in Everyone, ladies and gents, um, sit here. <laughs> hey guys, sit here. I'm gonna tell you about my past. Um, <laughs> yes, please. So I just I have struggled with depression, um, anxiety, and an eating disorder a lot from middle school and high school, and um, I think honestly, I think back to it now, and I'm like subconsciously I easily was afraid of doing this because I don't. Like, I don't want to go through a lot of that again, um, just because I know sometimes when it is just in constant judgment and you're comparing yourself to other people and comparing, like, they're way more talented than I am, you know, and just, like, getting into that toxic mindset, like, which is so easy to get into when you are, like... And a lot of times, we do it to ourselves yeah. the most. Yeah. Like, we're our, literally our worst critic. Mm-hmm. We're the ones who are beating us down the most. Yeah. And I, and I just think... Because in middle school, again, like, you're all already just, like, insecure about everything you do or, you know, breathe. Life. You're insecure. Right. Yeah, literally. Breathing. Am I so breathing I, am okay? I, I'm literally breathing weird. Just nobody look at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, sit here. <laughs> hey, guys, sit here. I'm breathing weird. Um, but so I think subconsciously, like, I def- that definitely was a big fear of mine. And I was like, 
no, 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 I'll just take the easy way um, out, you know, um, go into education, another thing that I'm, like, very passionate about, um, but just, I don't know, I think just in these past couple years, you know, going to college and just, like, my ending years of high school, I have grown a lot just in my own confidence and in my own abilities and just, and also just my faith has grown really strong and just, like, my confidence in God and that he has a plan and that he's going to lead me where I need to be. And, um, I think if I were to do it again, I would have definitely considered it more. And, but there's also now, like I am considering it. You don't need to go to school for musical theater. Yeah. You could take, I would suggest for you more vocal lessons, acting mm -hmm. lessons, dance lessons, because you already have that foundation. Yeah. You don't need to go to school and learn about theater 101 yeah. and who wrote their, the very first musical. Because yeah. those things you can do on your own. Mm -hmm. So as far as you being able to go into this world to book jobs, you did. Bing, bang. You yeah. got one. And now that's on your resume. And you're very talented. So I would suggest for you to, if you want, go on more auditions. Yeah. But take those local lessons and it's not like you need to go every week when you want to go go work on a song mm -hmm. go to like some intensive classes like if you ever travel to new york they have things going on all the yeah, time all you the can time. like check into stuff like that yeah. but there's things going on all the time and you don't need all of that work you don't need to start from scratch so you're you already have the tools you need yeah. and we're always sharpening our tools mm -hmm. myself included and i always say it's always that person you think is so talented or is so inspiring but they also can draw inspiration from you oh, so yeah. anytime you think that this person is too good or like even if the people in the cast think like oh well james you're just so good and i'm like well we're in this show together yeah so we're here right on that same stage yeah. together yes. i always say i'm gonna be very excited to meet beyonce but she better act just as excited to meet me okay yeah yeah shoot <laughs> Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely just doing the show and see like, cause I honestly have not been this happy in a long time. And I think it's because I'm doing something that I just really, really love every day. And, um, yeah, so it's just definitely something like to think about. I think even with you saying, so you went into education, mm -hmm. um, childhood, childhood education, mm -hmm. Um, and even you saying you wanted to be a doctor. So all of these things fit into theater because in theater, you need to have chemistry yeah. with your cats. Yeah. And then theater is very educational. So what oh, happens sure. is you end up teaching people along the way. Mm -hmm. And it's also something that you can teach the children. Yeah. Like summer camp right now. Yeah. You definitely are qualified to help mm -hmm. kids learn. So everything that you're doing, you can do with theater. Now, I'm not telling you to quit and drop yeah. out out of school. No, yeah. you're almost yeah. done. Get, yeah. you, get yeah. your degree. Yeah. Go ahead. Just go For ahead and sure. finish. But again, it is something that you can implement in different areas in your life with theater. Yeah. So it's something that you can still do. It's something you can still have a future in. You mm -hmm. can always, and once you have your degree, you can always have your job. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing. I'm like, okay, I have 30 years to be a special educator. And even if you took... If you started doing shows and you wanted to tour, yeah. you could always still come back and be a special education teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's been very enlightening because also I think I was like, 
when I even started about thinking of trying to do theater again, I was like, well, no way I could actually go into it because I'm not, I wouldn't be your typical age student of just graduating high school. I think I was just worried about all these like societal norms. Right. These things that actually are, again, we're creating these boundaries and these yeah. walls for ourselves, And that makes, they're not true at yeah. all. Cause you're yeah. thinking you're too old and what are you 19 at the time thinking about it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like and you'll go right in there and meet people yeah. older than you. Trust mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I think this you show know. has just been honestly such a blessing because obviously I'm meeting all of you guys and just being performing again, but it's also just opened my eyes to all the possibilities that I could do. Like I can potentially go into musical theater. If I did want to go to school for that, I could, um, if I, if I don't and I just want to keep practicing on my own, I can, and I can audition for things and it's, Yeah. So they have shows coming up next summer. You mm -hmm. know, this slot next year, I think, is The Little Mermaid. It is The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Are so. you going to audition for it? I might. If you have time? I might. Make the decision now. Yeah. All I, that can happen is they say no. But you know how things are. It's not about what you know. It's about who you know. And now they know you. They, they, they know what know you're me. capable of. And it's a, as easy as you being in the show as an ensemble, just, you know, for fun again mm -hmm. or one of the leads, so it's something to think about. Yeah. Now, would you audition for it even if Philly doesn't? I think so. I, I think you I should. Would. Even yeah. if it's to go through the audition process yeah. for yourself to be more comfortable, because I went on, I've been on less than 10 professional auditions my whole mm -hmm. life, but the first few, I was very nervous and very second-guessing myself with my audition. So after I started going on, I went on a couple more. My goal wasn't to just be great and book the job. I'm mm -hmm. like, I want to walk out and be proud of the audition that I gave. Yeah. Like, I don't want to walk out and be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, like, what about this? I'm like, no, I want to be me. I want to walk in there and give a audition audition I can be proud of. So for me, that's one of the things I wish I would have went to school for, to yeah. learn how to present myself in front of an audition or certain things that... I, certain polish that I don't have that mm -hmm. I do see people who went to school have. But yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to just do this. I'll learn it on my, loan, my, my own. And I had to like learn as I went a lot and teach myself. I felt like Rogue, the X-Men. I always felt like her. I'm like, I went Rogue. I just <laughs> ended up doing things on my Off own. The rails. I learned, yeah, everything Off I had to learn. And I'm just like eating it up, eating it all up. So um, we're going to, yeah. before we move on, I will say I am proud and happy that you were, are even able to say you about or speak about your experience with an eating disorder mm -hmm. because for me like things like that are not out of the ordinary yeah I want I won't say like they're natural but I will say that people go through them all the time, all the time. it should not be it's... anything to be ashamed about one or ashamed to speak about because mm -mm. how do we make because without speaking about things and I'll add like people are really um, nervous about um, kids learning about like the LGBT community yeah. in schools. I'm like, if we don't speak about things, we're going to be afraid of them. We're going to keep treating them like and this taboo thing, and it's not out of this world. Yeah, people, and even when it you were talking, it is so normal. Like it is so, it is every day. You right. meet, yeah. It's not. It's why it's crazy. The uh, it's not like I said. It's not like this thing that no one knows about. Mm -hmm. It's one of those. It's like the elephant in the room. No one wants to talk about. No, I'm tired of that. We're going to talk about it. How else are we going to understand how we can get through it or yeah. how we can help people? And as far as theater goes, Nasir had shared um, about you know not 
there not being roles for him in theater. And he's like, I feel like like the little chubby black boy mm-hmm. sometimes still when I get into these moments. And there are things that you're going to go through that can make you feel like that girl again, yeah. that insecure yeah. girl yeah. that may want to like go through these things again. But that's going to be life, like no matter what. Yeah. And again, um, we need to be able to speak about these things to get them off of our chest so we don't want to do anything to ourselves so we don't doubt ourselves like for me i had to create james major burns so i can like stay above water and not doubt myself and sometimes people will be like you're you're cocky or you're conceited or you're arrogant i'm like no i'm just my number one fan and i have to be if no one else is going to be but i have to do that so i don't doubt myself because i'm my number one um saboteur no one's like oh don't give yourself they're, they don't have the same energy when they're like, you're really being hard on yourself versus yeah. when they're like, you just love yourself so much. That yeah. energy is different. But when I'm hard on myself, they're like, you should be hard on yourself. But you can be too hard on yourself. Yeah. So one of my favorite Bible verses is um, just, it's like, the, my greatest commandment is this. You must love God, love others, and love yourself. Um, and just people forget about that. They're like, okay, like just sometimes the Christian community can be like, okay, I'm just going to love God and I'm going to love others as well as I can. But you also have to love yourself. Very selectively. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Don't get me started on that, but, um, be here all night. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But if you can't, RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? No. Seriously. How can you love someone else? But people do it and they go home and hate themselves and they have this dark energy and this dark energy is real. It's like being around somebody who's super negative all the time. You'll be oh, negative. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, uh-uh, no, get away from me with that because yeah. I don't have time to catch your negativeness. Mm-hmm. We're going to create that word today. Yeah, and it's just, it's such a cool thing then, like, once you do kind of learn to love yourself because, I mean, I'm still working on it too because... Continually. Yeah, it's definitely just such a growing thing of Expect learning to... Expect to continue to do it the rest of yeah. your life. If yeah. you plan to have a long life, like, if you want to... You're 20? I'm 20. I'm 28. I, so, I kind of found myself around um, 25. Like, yeah. I was like, after I came out and stuff, I'm like, oh, I kind of know who I am. I was good. For two years, I felt great. Mm-hmm. 27 happened and I was just like, what's going on? But I'm also in a relationship with somebody who's, um, a same-sex relationship with somebody who's six years younger than me. So when I was in this new part of my life, he was going through something I already went through. And what it did was trigger me mm-hmm. to have those same experiences. I started getting anxiety. I started breaking down. I didn't know who I was. I just fell apart. And I had to like rebuild myself back up and like evolve again. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I was just evolving again and then I realized I said wait a second you're telling me that for the rest of my life I'm gonna fall out of knowing who I am and then have to figure out who I am again and then fall Mm -hmm. out of it I was like that right there is enough to go crazy yeah we literally have to be so mentally strong to survive in the world just to get up out of bed just to get out of bed versus dealing with now put other people into the mix oh my god yeah (laughs) it is so much no because it's like I thought I knew who, knew who I was at 18. Like, I was confident in that. But then you go to college, and that's crazy. And then you realize who you are then. And now I'm realizing who I am again right now because I'm like, oh, I do love theater. And I should and I should potentially look into keep doing it. Now, at your school, do they have a theater program? They have a theater major, but and then a musical theater minor. But, I mean. Do they have shows? Do they put shows on? Yes, and I could potentially audition for them if I wanted to. Um, they do have a student organization 
run group called Stage Left, which um, puts on musicals one a semester. So my freshman year, my first semester freshman year, I was in Crybaby. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen my face because the movie Crybaby was one of my favorite movies growing up. <laughs> John Waters, shout out Girl, to him. Girl, can you kiss me with tongue? <laughs> Mr. Sandman. Man, Crybaby was one of my favorite. I love it to this day. I yeah. love Crybaby. I'm glad so you brought I, that up. Yeah, so I was Lenora in Crybaby. And yeah, so I sang Screw Loose. I was freaking wild. Out of control. My screw was loose and it was fun. It What's was the so favorite fun. role you've ever played? Um, so I feel like my three big roles that I've had that I've absolutely loved were Alice in the Addams Family, so she also goes crazy, Irma in Anything Goes, and then Lenora in Crybaby. Um, out of all of those... Is Alice the guy's mom? Yes. The, her love interest and she, mom? Yellow is the color I of the woman's I love son. her, yeah. and I love that role. I... Love I love that, that role show so much. I love the Adams. The music movie. is so good. It's hilarious. When you're in Adams, oh, that I, I was singing that today. And I don't like going to see. I don't like. Sometimes I don't like listening to music from shows without seeing it. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. I want when I have an opportunity to finally go and see it. Like I, I listened to a couple of songs by the Adams Family because I downloaded it and it yeah. comes up. But I'm like, no, I don't want to see it. Yeah. I know somebody's gonna do it. They yeah. do it around my area all the time. Finally got to see it and I was like, I knew like two songs, but I was so happy that I didn't listen to the music. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and I fell in love with the show. Shout out to YSU and their department who did that last fall. It was amazing. It, yeah, I love the Adams Family. It's such an underrated show. It's so funny. But um, I think Alice might have been my favorite role because it was just so fun to be like this goofy character and um I felt like most confident in that character um because the big song that she sings is awaiting um zating, fixating so you know I got to climb on top of the dinner table take my yellow um you know jacket off swing it around and then I jumped off the table and then for the last note I slid into the splits while I was holding the note. Splits. Y'all heard her. That's talent. <laughs> it was, that's like one of the favorite, one of my favorite things that I've ever done. So I maybe have to say that role was the most fun. Um, and yellow is my favorite color. So having to play a character where yellow is her favorite color. That was, was great. Fun. Now we're going to switch and be a little serious for okay. a moment. Let's mm. be serious. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. There we go. <laughs> so, with you being a white woman in America, yes, I must ask, yes, genuinely, when you saw that Halle Bailey was playing Ariel, what did that do for you? Honestly, I okay, I don't have like a strong opinion on it. Probably, like, I wasn't like oh my gosh, like, what the heck, like, that's changing, you know, like, what Ariel I grew up with, or, like, I was like, yes, like, you know, future is female, and we, you know, we want to be, you know, progressive and stuff, I honestly was like, let's, let's see how this turns out, like, because, I mean, it could be amazing, it could be weird, like, I don't know, um, I'm, I'm very much just kind of like, all right, let's see it, like, 
So what do you have to say about the very prejudiced backlash that has been put out there about her being a mermaid of color? I... I'm so non-confrontational that it's like, I would never say this like to someone that was like getting mad about this, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just out of your control. Like, and it's going to happen. And who, who cares? Like we're all, literally all people. And this is just a chance for more, like, I don't know, love to be spread in the world and acceptance. And I don't know. I just think that's kind of annoying and it's like they're not going to change it now <laughs> so now, there's no point in getting upset about it some people were upset that tom holland was the new spider-man because there were some talks of it possibly being um a black spider-man okay. next and allegedly because of death threats and complaints they decided to go with another white guy being spider-man like for me being a black man in america it's <laughs> For Hallie to be um, the new Ariel, for me, I'm a performer. So first, I'm like, oh, well, she has a great voice. Yeah. I'm like, and I, I don't know her personally, but from interviews, watching her, hearing her speak, I'm like, she definitely has the energy that embodies Ariel. Yeah. And so a Disney like, princess. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to hear her sing Part of Your Part World. Of your world. Mm -hmm. And... Of course, oh, yeah, I knew, cool. I was like, oh, white people are going to be mad. <laughs> they're going to be mad because they're like, uh-uh, no, this is not right. This is not my Ariel. Ariel was supposed to be white. And I'm like, well, she's a, a mermaid. On top of that, if some of you don't remember because you're too young, um, King Triton had brown skin underwater, first of all. And again, it's, it's a fictional story. But yeah. to, when, we were, when I was young and I watched A Little Mermaid, Ariel was white. But King Triton's skin to me was brown. Yeah. She also had brown sisters. Yeah. They're, they're mermaids. They're, they're mermaids. <laughs> they're not real anyways. But so again, like... it's like, I understand the girls. So I can understand for the girls to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm used to Ariel looking yeah. like this. Or yeah. I, why would they change it? Yeah. But for them to be so hateful about it, they're like pissed. They're like, yeah. no, Ariel's white. No, Ariel's a mermaid. On top of that, because we do theater, we know in theater there's been different races who mm -hmm. play Ariel. Yeah. Now, traditionally, they always cast her white. But again, this is about inclusivity with all little girls. Like, for Disney princesses, there's 50 white princesses. There's one black princess, and it happened in 2009. Mm -hmm. And the difference is, people are like, what if we made Tiana white? Tiana can't be white because her experience as a woman is for a black girl. Yeah. Just like Mulan can't be white because her experience as a, a girl is for an Asian girl. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't make sense to put a white girl in this movie with that has to do with the um, culture of these people, just like Tiana. She was in Louisiana, and the culture called for a black girl, mm -hmm. just like Moana. Yeah. It called for this girl from this culture to play this role. Yes. Now, Cinderella is a girl. It does not, she does not have to be white. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, she's white, but so is everything. But I grew up, and Brandy was Cinderella. So yeah. that's the first person yeah. I ever saw besides a cartoon. So live action, I'm like, oh, Brandy was Cinderella. And Whitney Houston was the fairy godmother. And Whoopi Goldberg was the prince's mom. Um, I forgot this other guy. He's very famous, but he was the dad. So Whoopi is black. The mom was um, um, the mom was black as Whoopi Goldberg. The dad was white. And the prince was Asian. 
Yeah. Every there were all different types of people in this, but you know why it wasn't a problem? One probably because at the time Winnie Houston was at the pinnacle of her career, no yeah. one had a problem with anything she did. Yeah. Whoopi was very famous also, mm-hmm. but it was fiction. So yeah. every you, you're playing fictional characters, so anybody can play them. Yes. It wasn't a a cartoon movie about somebody's mm-hmm. real life. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. if they make a, a a movie about like George Bush, they're gonna have a white guy play George Bush. Yes. Yes. But they, if they wanted to do a segment of a um, a monologue, they can have a black guy as George Bush saying that monologue. Yeah. But the issue with the um, color of characters, us as people of color, you already know, in the beginning of time, in the beginning of movies, they did blackface. So our roles have always been taken. The, and they wanted us in movies, but they're like, no, we're not using y'all, though. It's yeah. like, don't even put the... To me, I'm like, why would you even put them in the movie? Yeah. Because they exist. Just like eating disorders. Just like... Um, LGBT people, y'all, everyone's afraid of stuff that they don't know or have no control over. And guess what you don't have control over? Pick an area. And you guys are going to, I hope you eat your words and swallow your teeth when you find out how talented this girl is. And it's so disappointing to me because she's a teenage girl. It breaks my heart that she, her dreams have come true. We don't have representation. Disney owns the world, one. There's 50 Disney princesses and this one gets changed for this one movie, and there is a riot. It's also like, okay, your Ariel from the cartoon can be a white Ariel. She's still Ariel. But this Ariel is it's a completely different, I mean, obviously same story, but this this Ariel can be black. Like, and it's just, and there might be another live action in 15 years that they do, and that Ariel could be Asian. Like, like it's a different, you know, I don't know. It's. I just was very, um, I wasn't expecting it to be, I don't know, I, I don't know why I wasn't expecting it. I just wasn't thinking about it. I was like, oh, Hallie, she, that's going to be so that's nice. That's so fun. I was like, yeah. she has a great voice. It's going to be beautiful. These people are in for a treat. And then, bam, hashtag, not my Ariel. That's terrible can you imagine how she feels too that's what i'm saying and i'm sure she's been trained not to read the comments but you that sucks like people are saying and sending stupid stuff i'm sure it's like hard no matter what but she's about to be a household name Mm -hmm. and i'm so happy for her and i know her sister's gonna gonna be be one of the mer sisters i'm like it's i'm like they're a duo they're gonna make her sister one of the mer sisters but again people don't get confused they're not doing the musical theater version of the little mermaid they're doing the movie version so what we think we know about this show or they're gonna have new songs and stuff Mm -hmm. it's a way to reintroduce it to a new generation And it's including a group of people who have been pushed to the side for so long and for people to be so pissed at that. And like I said, to me, the funniest thing for them is, what if we did that to y'all? Baby, you've done it for (laughs) most of history. Um, Liz Taylor played an African queen. Yeah, what about that? Or you know what? uh, My thing is, right now in Infinity War and Endgame, there's a white woman playing an Asian man. And no one's saying anything about that. Yeah. Have you seen uh, yeah, Doctor Strange? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. His, I don't know what her name is, but the sensei. Mm-hmm. That's an Asian man. Yeah. Being played by a white woman. <laughs> and no one has anything yeah. to say. But in movies like that keep happening to us. And, and nobody says other anything. Other people of color and, and different things. And it's like, I love The Little Mermaid. People love The Little Mermaid. And it's all this nasty hate that people want to put into the world about it that we can't even enjoy this moment. I know. Like, I'm just so excited 
that Disney's redoing all these movies. I'm so hyped for Mulan. I'm uh, Mulan. Oh, she's they probably the, one of my favorite Disney princesses. They took the music out, and I don't know how I feel about that. But even with that, I'm like, well, I know the movie's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the soundtrack is great. Don't make her sing. But again, it was my childhood. It's nostalgic. I'm like, oh, they're making all these movies. Yes, they're going to remake them because of technology. Yes, yeah. we want to see them like that. Even if it comes out and it sucks, at least they got a chance to to try. And it's just like, think of all the little girls like that are just going to still absolutely love the live-action Little Mermaid. And all these young girls who are black are going to be like, oh, like... These, this, you don't have to be white to be a Disney princess. No, when they dress up as Ariel, there they have like this example of it because you always see little black Elsas, yeah, and or of all races besides besides white. You see all of these other little girls, but now that they and that's what it's for. It's for the kids. And now that they see somebody who's just gonna right FTK. Now that they just see somebody that's just going to be able to represent them, because it's just about representation, especially in America. It's like you guys know we're a melting pot. Like, start showing us on TV how we actually are. Yeah. Like, it's not just all one anything. Mm-hmm. In, we're all in, literally, all in this together. together. So, wake up, America, because um, things have been changing, and they're getting a little pissed about it. And but, join the party, honestly. Like, like, like come here. Don't be a plankton. Like, be a SpongeBob. Come hang with us. We're having fun over here in the inclusive world. Um, right. And that's, so. That is what Shrek is. I love Shrek. It's a fat princess. She's an ogre. She turns into an ogre. So there's only one movie when she's a thin white woman, and the the rest of the three, they make her an ogre. And to me, that Let that was a big white thing. Fly. Shrek's this... He's an ogre. The he's best friend's ogre. a donkey. And it's all these different people and all these different characters. And it's like the real them besides the stories we heard yeah. about. And it's just so including for all people. So like when Shrek, is, when you say Shrek is love, Shrek is life, like it is. It legit. <laughs> I, I mean it when I say that. It legit is. It's it's great. And I, I'm glad when you we auditioned. do Freak Flag, oh my gosh, I get so into Freak Flag. Cause it's like. Oh, I'm so mad I'm not in it. <laughs> Honestly, just come join. Donkey could Donkey could be walking around. I was walking behind the mice today when they were tapping. I was like, I'm gonna just walk out on stage. Yeah. <laughs> just get ready. But like, yeah, I don't know. Shrek has been so fun. It's such an uplifting show and just full of joy and love. And it I'm is. just so happy I'm in it. Same. So, do you have any questions that you want to ask moi? Um, can we be friends after the show? <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, sit here. Just wondering if we can be friends. Of (laughs) course. Yes, we can. I expect to hear from you whether I like it or not. Yes, I'm probably gonna still come for you to you for advice. Oh, you can on my theater career in life. In life, literally anything. Just um, sidebar. I always ask and let the people know, like, hey, if you want to ask me any questions, come prepared with them. And 90% of them are like, I don't know what to ask you. And I'm like. Anything. I sat here and asked you 50 questions, and they're like, I don't know. But what you can do is tell the people where they can find you on social media. Okay. You can follow me on Instagram at SidFowler22. Um, Facebook, Sydney Fowler. Twitter, I think, is also at SidFowler22. I have a funny Twitter. You should look it up. Um, and YouTube, um, I'm Sydney Fowler. I'm so, I post some vlogs every um, on occasion, and I think I want to do a Shrek vlog. So You definitely should. Um, yeah. 
And you guys can follow me at James Major Burns on all social media sites. Some James Major, type it in and she'll come up. But Snapchat, Big Balls 5, the number 5. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that again because if you listen to the episodes, you already know what happened. <laughs> but, um, Sid, I'm so thankful to have you as a guest. I am so thankful to be here. James, you're incredible. Thank you. You're incredible. And you guys, um, we have a show to do in an hour, so we're going to like take a nap I'm and try go to eat. I'm going to go get some food. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, hope to see you at Shrek. 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 Huh? <laughs> and you guys have a very nice day. Bye-bye. Bye.